0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another cross-promotional video between We Live Hockey and Geeks Who Like Sports. Today, we are wrapping up our analysis of NHL 20 with our full review. Now, what we typically do for weak Geeks Who Like Sports is to call this our four-minute offense— so we're going to try and keep this within the four to five minute range as well. Now, there's actually not a lot different between NHL 20 and NHL 19. There have been some gameplay tweaks, some minor things that have been improved. Uh, obviously, stick handling, more realistic physics and motions is always a big deal when it comes to a game like this. But if you're a person who plays this year the year, a lot of this stuff you're not gonna you're not gonna pick up on it necessarily as clearly. One big thing, though, in terms of its core modes, Franchise Mode has a new thing now with uh, coaches and with uh, their schemes affecting how your players can play. Uh, So that is a big deal and how that synergy can sometimes come into effect as certain lines might get a boost or a negative depending on how well they interact with their coach. You can also fire coaches, uh, each both at the NHL and AHL level. There's eight coaches total between the two levels. Um, but that is the big addition that comes to Franchise. It's a very much a, a, a micromanaging thing. So if you are a person who looks at Franchise as a whole, not a lot different there. Same thing with Be a Pro, not a lot, mostly just surface changes, not too much uh, really in-depth changing with this mode. Which for a lot of folks, those are the two core gameplay modes, so that might be a bit disappointing. Hut or Hockey Ultimate Team sees the addition of a new mode called Squads. Uh, Squads allows you to play against other players' teams, and it's another offline mode uh, that is great for earning cards, earning packs. There's a lot more challenges this year. There's certain players now you can unlock for limited periods of time, so there's more players, but you'll have them for less time overall before you have to give them away as you see when we played it on our previous videos we got Wayne Gretzky but we only have him for two weeks we got Al McGinnis but same thing you only have him for a limited amount of time so you have to make the most of them while you're playing while still making sure you can feel uh you can put a team on the ice that can play because obviously there's still guys who have contracts and whatnot uh, so they might run out so it's an interesting balancing act but it's a good way to keep players engaged, and honestly, it feels like it's a better way to actually have players not spend as much real-world money. Of course, Hut is one of those things, and Ultimate Team in general across EA Sports is a way to try and get your more real-world dollars through microtransactions, and this actually feels like now you can actually grind a bit easier. The big additions, the big changes. NHL threes and ones from the previous two years both return here uh, in similar aspects. Ones, of course, is a couch one v one v one mode, and of course threes is the arcadey kind of mode with the with the money puck. Uh, what they've added this year in terms of World of Chell, along with Pro Am, uh, which is kind of like a campa- which is kind of like a campaign mode where you can go against different challenges out there uh, in different scenarios is what they're calling an eliminator. There's threes eliminators, there's ones eliminators, and it basically adds the battle royale aspect to NHL, and honestly, it's a lot of fun. You can get through matches very quick. You can get through an NHL threes eliminator, even if you go the distance, in about 20 minutes. Ones takes a little bit longer, but not much. And I will say this, that if you, if you are the kind of person who, who has fallen in love with the battle royales, I can't blame you. This is a ton of fun, and it's actually really the big thing this year that'll keep you coming back for more. But, that said, the core here is still very, very strong with NHL. The gameplay is solid. Um, I will say the presentation has taken a knock. I miss Doc Emmerich. I miss miss the NBC graphics. I don't like what they've added here this year. Uh, I think it's a step backwards. I think that, combined with the fact that Franchise and Be a Pro, which are really your cornerstone modes, have only made slight advancements from last year. I think overall, as much as I hate to say it, I think NHL 20... I understand that it's hard to innovate year after year after year, especially with an annual franchise. But that said, NHL 20 to me is only a 7.5 out of 10. 7.5 out of 10, it's good but it's not as good as it could be or it has been in years past. You don't see a really big jump from NHL 19 to NHL 20. The AI is still sometimes very frustrating in franchise and in be a pro. Again, the presentation takes a step back, and as fun as the eliminator modes are, they don't feel like they're a big enough addition that if you're somebody who's on the fence about picking up NHL and isn't somebody who buys it year after year no matter what, you might want to stay on the fence and you might want to lean against it this year. But still, 7.5 out of 10, not a bad score. Not as, be- not as good as it could be. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening over the past couple of weeks. We really appreciate it. Be sure to stay tuned to We Live Hockey and Geeks Who Like Sports for more stuff like this. And until next time, I'm Ray Carcilla.